0: Well, hello and welcome to County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person. And on this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk with Teresa Brown, Director, Volunteer Solutions, Fairfax Area Agency on Aging. And we're glad to talk about Volunteer Solutions, which provides meaningful volunteer opportunities to improve the lives of older adults and adults with disabilities right here in Fairfax County. So, Teresa, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you
1: for having me. appreciate being here.
0: Looking forward to the conversation and uh, holiday season and, I guess, Is it a time that people start thinking more about volunteering or not?
1: Definitely. We okay. definitely get a lot of people interested in looking to give back. Um, a lot of parents with their children looking to do things over the holidays, the Christmas break, and just getting an interest in volunteering after around that Thanksgiving time. Mm. They, they okay. start to feel like they want to give back and serve the community. Right. So definitely busy time.
0: Been thankful and it's like, okay, so maybe yes. I need to do something now or yes. whatever. Okay, definitely. if you haven't been. So uh, we were talking before we started and kind of something we wanted to clarify, and I kind of mentioned it in the introduction. Volunteer Solutions is a program housed within the Fairfax Area Agency on Aging.
1: Correct. It's yes.
0: not Volunteer Fairfax, which is a nonprofit organization within Fairfax County. And then some people may be familiar with FairfaxCounty.gov, which has a volunteer portal, I guess. Yes. So kind of explain to me the, the yeah. differences and how all this kind of works.
1: Yeah, it can be a little confusing with all those volunteer words right, and everything. Right. So Volunteer Solutions is housed under the Area Agency on Aging, but we serve um, older adults and adults with disabilities for all of the adult and aging program Mm -hmm. in Fairfax County Department of Family Services. So uh, case managers who have clients that are 60 and over or 18 and over with a disability that are looking for volunteers to do things like take them for medical appointments or to deliver meals on wheels or social visiting, that's the population we serve within Volunteer Solutions.
0: Okay. Okay. So what are kind of some of the volunteer opportunities that we're talking about? Kind of help me understand what what I can do to help.
1: Well, we have a, different, a ton of opportunities. One thing that people like to do is volunteer in the senior centers. So we oh, recruit okay. and manage and train the volunteers. And then you know if they're looking for something like to be a bingo caller in a senior center, then we refer them over to the senior centers after we've done that initial piece mm. and basically onboarding them. Or if they're looking for direct client contact with, the population that I stated earlier, that's when they can sign up to do things like grocery shopping for an older adult. So they would have the interaction, that one-on-one interaction, and also be serving them by either taking them grocery shopping or delivering groceries to them.
0: Okay. Cause I saw, I looked at the the webpage really quickly before we, before we chatted and that yeah. link, by the way, it, it's kind of a long one. So yeah. if you just want to go to fairfaxcounty.gov and, you know, search uh, volunteer solutions, it'll, it'll probably come right up. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I saw on there was social volunteers. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that counts me out right there. Cause <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not really, you know, outgoing kind of person. I don't want to You know, talk to people a lot. I don't believe that. I I really am. (laughs) I'm an introvert. So I was like, that's not for me. So that's interesting. You mentioned, you said direct contact. So there's Mm -hmm. like a, a couple of different. I guess, air quote here, categories that you could be in?
1: Yeah, so um, like social visiting, for example, a lot of the older adult population or those with disabilities, they're isolated. It's such a transient area that, you know, family members have moved out of the area. If they have children, they've moved out of the area. And, you know, they're in the house all day long, um, no contact with anyone. So sometimes they'll request a social visitor. And a volunteer can go, you know, one day a week, a couple times a month, and just sit with them and chat about things that are of Mm. interest to them, um, maybe talking about their childhood, things like that, but just to give them that human interaction mm-hmm. because they might not necessarily have that otherwise. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, is that a? Um, I, I was trying to think, uh, stages or levels uh, of volunteers. Would you consider that like an entry level volunteer, or is well, or, or are they all the same kind of thing?
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, all of our opportunities are open to anybody who wants mm-hmm. to apply and go through the process. Um, Sometimes we will have the case managers uh, maybe brief the volunteers or, for example, we have a mealtime companion opportunity. Mm, And that's a little bit more intensive because it's for someone who might be in the beginning stages of of dementia or Alzheimer's and maybe they're forgetting to eat. So we would kind of teach the volunteer about how to interact with them and model eating behavior. Like they might bring their lunch at lunchtime and encourage the client to eat by modeling that with their own lunch. So that one's a little bit more intensive. Um, And our respite care volunteers who provide respite relief to caregivers. That takes a little bit more training. Right, okay. um, it's a little bit more intensive. Okay. But yeah, social visiting is pretty laid back. Right. And um, and in the senior centers, definitely those are maybe um, less intensive, more fun, you know, doing teaching line dancing or right. calling bingo, things okay. like that. Yeah.
0: So if you're an extrovert, outgoing person, love to talk, love to be around people, the definitely the social volunteering and, and the rec center or the senior centers, kind of a natural fit.
1: Yeah, it definitely is because you're going to be around a lot of yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, definitely it's a good fit. And You know, something like Meals on Wheels, you can drive by yourself and do the delivery, give the client the food and move on to the next one. So you're still giving back, but there's not as much of that interaction mm-hmm. um, if you're not feeling, you know, like being a Super social. Super interactive, right? Yeah. So there's definitely um, something for everyone. And that's what we tell our volunteers when we recruit them or bring them on. If the first thing you try doesn't work for you, if you're not mm-hmm. really feeling this, even after you've tried it for a little bit, mm-hmm. we're happy to, to find something else. You know, we'll discuss different opportunities because really it's about wanting the volunteer to be, you know, feel fulfilled in doing right. something that they enjoy, not that they feel like they have to do or they're uncomfortable doing.
0: So you mentioned that, uh, you know, try it out. Eh, maybe it's not quite really for me, mm-hmm. but my question on the flip side, is there any kind of requirement to do a certain number of, of volunteer hours in a position once you say you're going to do it, or is it just always trying to... See if it's a good fit.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's really not a requirement. We do, because we um, have volunteers go through background, criminal background checks Uh and driving record checks and orientation, we ask that they stay on one to two years in general. Okay. But, you know, if somebody's not happy and we can't find an opportunity for them, we have a lot of contacts and partnerships that we could refer them to another agency that might be a better fit. Um, but if they start, for example, on Meals on Wheels, they're like, oh, you know, I don't like driving. This traffic is, is horrible around here. I don't <laughs> right. want to do this. You know, if it's a couple times and they realize it's not a good fit, then, mm-hmm. you know, whatever is going to make them happy. If they want to try something else, we're happy to find, to yeah. find that fit for yeah. them.
0: But yeah. the, the the ask is for overall general, not a specific job. So yeah, yeah there is some yeah. flexibility. Yeah.
1: yeah, but you know, if we can't find an opportunity out of our hundreds of opportunities, then right. we can we can find something sure. for them with another partner agency like Volunteer Fairfax sure. or somewhere like that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, we we've mentioned a couple of um, specific uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm. Let you mention some of the others that, uh, I don't know, maybe that are. Uh, particularly interested that folks always want to volunteer for, or maybe some things that have a lot of opportunities, a lot of openings that you need volunteers for. So what are some of the, uh, the other... Well, things that folks can volunteer for.
1: Our biggest need really is for grocery shopping volunteers really? and medical transportation. Oh, yeah. yeah, because it takes a little bit of time and w- out of somebody's day with medical transportation, yeah. for example, you need to go with a person, stay at the appointment, so mm-hmm. that can be a good half a day. Yeah. Um, so that's that's our biggest one, and then grocery shopping because. If they want to go grocery shopping, it might take a little longer. They've got to get in the car. Mm. They want to peruse around the you know, the, the grocery store. That maybe
0: it, they're only outing for the day exactly. or the week or whatever, too. Yes, yeah. yeah, so okay. they're definitely
1: not in a hurry. You know, they're enjoying sure. that time, and it's the socialization piece. Yeah. Um, so those are our two biggest needs okay. that are hardest to fill because it's a little bit more of a time commitment. Okay. Um, but those that do it really enjoy it, and they usually stick with it longer.
0: Right.
1: Um, and then we have our, our events you know, that are just annual events. For example, the 50-plus Employment Expo. And uh, we have that over at the Marriott at Fair Oaks on Lee Jackson Highway. And that this year coming up is on May 14th of 2020. So we have that annually and we partner with the jewish council on aging jca they sponsor the event and we we have volunteers come on so that's a good volunteer opportunity for someone who is looking to do things like a a one time once a year Mm -hmm. spend a day with us three or four hours but not have that commitment every week or every month so we have a lot of people that get interested in that and they can do things like you know review resumes for those that are 50 plus coming in looking for employment um you know just greet people coming in the doors you know so that doesn't take technical skills mm-hmm. or a lot of knowledge mm-hmm. about anything um, so that one really people like to volunteer for it without that commitment that right, commitment.
0: right right okay yeah so really there is something for everybody from the from the, the from the level the amount mm-hmm. to the the skill or, or no skill, <laughs> we, we we try,
1: <laughs> we try definitely. I mean, with hundreds of opportunities, um, we definitely do. And you know, with the one-time opportunity, we're finding that's more common now. A lot of hmm. um, companies that want to do group volunteering with their employees, oh, yeah. but they want to make it a day, like a, an gotcha. event. Right. Um, so we also have Helping Hands, which is once a year, and that's also in May. We have a lot of springtime. Spring is our sp- really busy time of year, um, but that's where we have groups or individuals, either one that help maybe uh, someone who has accumulated a lot of stuff over their lifetime. I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Yeah, No, I wouldn't (laughs) guess that you do. Um, So, you know, they they might need some help moving that stuff out of their Uh, home. They're still in a single-family home. And we really want to help them to be able to age and play safely and with dignity and things accumulate over time and sometimes it takes a group of you know 15 20 people from an organization to come in and just Uh help them Uh, we do have our case managers or um, volunteer solutions staff on site Mm -hmm. for those um, Mm -hmm. projects but that's another way that they can just come in do some team volunteering it's one day Um, and uh, you know a lot of times the groups have fun even outside stuff you know if they need help just clean it up around the outside, the leaves right. from the winter have accumulated or yeah. some trash has accumulated. So that's kind of a fun fun project, fun okay. time for us.
0: Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're talking with Teresa Brown, director of the Volunteer Solutions with the Fairfax Area Agency on Aging. Again, they uh, provide meaningful volunteer opportunities for older adults and adults with disabilities in Fairfax County. And we had talked about uh, kind of the screening process and the recruitment of volunteers. We want to get to that in just a minute. But what do you find when you're talking with volunteers or they're going through the volunteer process or they've been with you for, you know, two years, five years or whatever? What, what's the feedback you're getting? What, why, why do people volunteer with with volunteer solutions,
1: well, most of the time it's um, a, a lot of our volunteers have recently retired, and they are looking to do something to stay active, mm-hmm. um, keep you know keep moving and interact socially with others, and they just have this sense after they've done it for a while of feeling fulfilled and just being happy to to give their time, and you know there's a lot of studies now that show that as you age yourself volunteering has a ton of benefits from your mental health to physical health Mm. and I think people are starting to recognize that uh, because we have I mean we have volunteers in their 90s that are delivering meals on wheels I know you know there'll be 90 year olds delivering to 60 year olds and (laughs) it's like (laughs) but it works you know yeah Yeah, and we just it's amazing that they're just still getting in that car and delivering those meals and they're happy as can be and they just I think it just it can give them a sense of purpose and of just that giving back and feeling fulfilled. So um, that's that's a a good reason to do it yeah.
0: also. Well, and you you mentioned earlier you know the the sense of giving back you know the, it it takes us all at a certain point in our life you know we we eventually get to that point at some time some sooner and some later of mm-hmm. of wanting to to give back or to do something for yeah. for someone other than just yourself so right. you know it, it it's – what is that word altruistic I think yes. whatever big word yes um, yes but yeah it's just a good feeling
1: yeah definitely. Um,
0: What's your, what's your favorite of, of all the volunteer opportunities that you all have? I know you've really oh kind of touched about, you know, the, the grocery shopping, uh, and it was, was one of the hardest to fill. But, mm-hmm. you know, what are, what are you hearing that people are really well. enjoying?
1: You know, it just depends on the person. It really depends on the personality. I mean, we have almost 4,000 volunteers. So, you know, it just just depends on the person. My favorite is because I'm I'm an organizer, and I like seeing before and after and and knowing that I made a difference right then. So I like doing helping hands and being out there Mm. with my volunteers. Um, Usually I like the outside projects and uh, taking those pictures before and after and seeing the drastic change. Because if you get 25 people for four hours. I mean, we have cut down a lot of brush and you throw paint on shutters and it's like a totally different house and the client is just comes out and they see it and they're just so grateful and so happy and you can see that instant change. So that's my favorite but people that like that one-on-one interaction, I think for them it's not about that instantaneous change. It's what they're doing over time mm. and the the difference they're making over time and the impact in that person's life in and, and that way. So it just depends on, you know...
0: Yeah. What, your what you're interested in, like, but yeah. yeah,
1: that's my that's my favorite. Yeah, okay. and, and once a year is enough for it. Like right. at the end of that day, I'm done. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm done. But I like once a year yeah. is good. Yeah.
0: So a uh, little plug for that. I think you said that was in uh, that's in May. That's in May okay. every year, yeah, okay. and that's
1: in honor of Older Americans Month. So okay. we started that a few years back in honor right. of that. Um, so that's May. Yeah, we have a busy busy May. We have that the employment expo, like right. I said, in that. That really is an amazing event because it allows those that are 50 plus to interact with those that are hiring um, Mm -hmm. community agencies, private businesses. We had over 50 businesses last year that set up at the Marriott and over 591, I think, people that came through in just those couple hours and got their resumes reviewed. There's workshops and seminars. They actually interacted with people that that are at the tables and to have a table there you have to be hiring and be be willing to hire somebody 50 plus so it's really really beneficial to them to come in and get that that face-to-face interaction mm-hmm. with somebody who is hiring in the area, so right. it's a, a really impressive event. And JCA, like I said, they are the sponsors of that and do an amazing job mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. So
0: uh, again, going back to the Helping Hands, is it too early for someone that's hearing this right now to say, "Oh, well, that sounds like something I would I would want to be involved yeah. in," or, or businesses or companies, as it's, you said, you know, you know, recruit their team.
1: It is never too early. You know, it, it we don't officially do it till May. But if we have projects that come up throughout the year, maybe, you know, it could be that somebody's getting evicted and they need the help a little sooner. Mm. We make some exceptions. And if we have a volunteer group that's waiting to have an opportunity, we match oh, okay. them with that. Okay. Um, or if we have someone that's just really in need of it before May, you know, and can't wait that that Mm -hmm. time period, Mm -hmm. um, then we're happy to match somebody before that. So it's not that it's only in May. That's just when our biggest projects happen. But yeah, I would encourage anybody who's interested in some group volunteering or team volunteering to definitely reach out to us and see what we can hook them up with. And there's other opportunities for groups also. Uh, We have things recently a few churches got together and they donated supplies and created care packages for older adults Mm. for the holiday project um, it was 600 care packages that they put together with items for older adults and 300 went to the senior centers and 300 went to the adult and aging clients so we we always try to come up with something if someone's like hey we want to give back and you know spend time volunteering as a team if we don't have an opportunity Mm. we can try to create one and make something Mm. because there's always ways to serve our our population so
0: sounds like we got a pretty boring job you don't have a lot to do
1: (laughs) no yeah, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, and my job is great, actually. I mean, it's always something. It's fun stuff, though. It's mm. it, for the most part, it's not really heavy um, emotionally. It's it's a it's fun. Yeah. It's good stuff, I feel and like to see people, yeah. yeah, and to see people give back and just be so generous with their time mm. is amazing to me. And like I said, you know, eighty year olds and ninety year olds, and they're out there just still wanting to give back. It's, right. There's always something impressive going on that somebody is doing in the community, and it's nice that I get to witness that, mm, so that's mm. yeah, good stuff. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to give you the opportunity to give a phone number, website, or whatever, how folks can learn more information, get volunteered, okay. uh, get signed up. But a part of this, too, is all this is wonderful, there's great things they can do, mm. but there are some requirements. Yes. Uh, so, so what are those requirements? And I know you touched yep. on the, the screening and the background check, which we definitely would want to have that with right. with volunteers out in the community. So is yeah. is that the only part of it?
1: Well, so that's the biggest obstacle for people is mm. to come and get the the fingerprints done. And it, there's no charge to the person looking to volunteer. You know, okay. the, the county does that for free. And currently, we have um, the ability to do that in South County for people that are in the southern part of the county, and then here at the government center for those that are more central. The The time is a little hard for somebody who's maybe still working full-time to get there during the time and get the fingerprints Because that is done. during
0: business hours.
1: It is for the most part. Um, so that part is usually what's the biggest obstacle for okay. someone is finding that time to do that piece. Um, like I said, there's no cost of that. But we do a one-hour orientation also mm-hmm. where we just kind of give them an overview, give them our employee or um, volunteer handbook and kind of go over ethically, you know, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate and mm-hmm. the do's and don'ts of volunteering and how to work with this population. But it, like I said, it's just 1 hour and then we also do the driving record check, which is just a form they yeah. fill out. They don't have to go anywhere for that.
0: And is that for every volunteer or just specifically ones that involve driving?
1: We request that of everybody. Okay. That everybody has it. Um, because you can you're considered on volunteer time if you live in the county when you leave your house oh. to going to okay. like the senior center or back. So we request that for everybody. Okay. Um, uh, unlike employees where it's once you get to work, it's a little gotcha. different for volunteers. So that that's the biggest obstacle that we hear um, to somebody volunteering. But most of the time, they'll voice their complaint and, and, they'll, <laughs> and, continue, still do and it. they'll still do it, <laughs> which we're happy about. Um, so that th- that is the biggest thing. Yeah. But, yeah, it is important for us to keep the population safe, especially when someone's in the home with an right. older adult or someone right. with a disability one-on-one without – you know, the case managers can't go on every visit. So it's important that we get that done.
0: You mentioned your orientation or or training. um, And you mentioned do's and don'ts of volunteering. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Can you drop a couple of those on us? Some of the do's and some of the don'ts?
1: Sure. Well, you know, we, for example, we don't have anyone um, put hands on for volunteers. So if they need physical assistance, that's Mm. not something that a volunteer should do. Um, So it's things that you might not think about. You know, if you see somebody needing help getting out of a chair or getting in a car, your instinct is to help yeah, them. Yeah. But um, what we do is we try to screen our clients beforehand to make sure that they're able to ambulate on their own and mm. not need that assistance. Gotcha. Some of it goes to risk management, liability, um, so things of that nature. Or we do have a disability etiquette in our handbook that we go over. You know, if someone's hard of hearing, how do you, how do you approach them? How do you talk with them if right. you're visiting with them socially or taking them to an appointment? So it's things like that that you might not think of every day, you know, as you're just going along. But then when you start acting or interacting with an older adult, then you're like, oh, you know, how should I approach them? Mm -hmm. And we've actually started offering trainings. And the Community Services Board has been amazing and also Insight Memory Care because we realized that our volunteers, they don't want recognition during National Volunteer Week. What they really were looking for was more training Mm. and especially ones that have that one-on-one interaction And so we partnered with um, the Community Services Board and Insight Memory Care, and they come and do free trainings for our volunteers regarding, um, like, how to work with someone with dementia and mental health first aid for older adults. So it's really useful information for these volunteers who are are alone with this population who might not know how to do this. And they have just given great feedback about the trainings, and just they fill up. As soon as we send out the invite, they... They fill up their, right. They're, of course, free to our volunteers, right. and we have held them all over the county. So, right. you know, somebody who lives in Annandale doesn't have to go to Reston, and they just can't get enough of learning more about, mm-hmm. you know, how to work with this population. So right. I have found in the last couple of years that that's the best reward we've been able to, to give them and what they asked for. And so it's worked out really nice, mm-hmm. and we're very grateful to our partners for offering that for free.
0: Well, it sounds like uh, a lot of the do's and the don'ts of the, in the one-hour orientation would be helpful for any resident.
1: Yeah, it r- <laughs> really would. You know, it really would. It's just some of it, You it's not necessarily common sense because yeah. you don't do it every day. Right. So it's useful, and I think our, our volunteers find it useful, too. Right. I hope they do. Yeah. So.
0: so hopefully we've wet the whistle. That's the first phrase that comes to my <laughs> mind. But hopefully we've piqued the interest uh, of folks wanting to, to learn more, maybe take the next step to volunteering. You yeah. mentioned earlier you have over 4,000 volunteers. So does that mean you're you're – you're, you've got all you need? No, okay, no, so we're, we're
1: not maxed out. There we is still a need. We can always use more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, always so can use more.
0: How can folks take the next step? How can they find out more information?
1: Well, the, our application is online. If you go to, um, well, we, the website that you said earlier, the fairfaxcounty.gov, I think it's backslash volunteer, uh, that, to find volunteer opportunities for anywhere in the county, the, the government. But ours, just if you're looking to volunteer with Volunteer Solutions, it's fairfaxcounty.gov. Backslash older adults and then you'll see volunteer solutions on that main page. So that's the best way because you can click there, you can see all of our opportunities and apply for them online. If you have questions about that, you could call us at 703-324-5406. Five four
0: zero zero six. Six. Yes. 703-324-5406 or yes. fairfaxcounty.gov olderadults. Yes. And then look for the uh, button or the link that says volunteer solutions yes yep
1: and that'll take them to that other county website which um, it's called the volunteer management system and that's really the database that has all kinds of opportunities from the parks, the libraries, volunteer solutions, okay. and they can just spend hours looking for what fits right. them. Okay, that,
0: yeah. as you said, that's the system the county uses to make sure that have all the contact information, information needed, et cetera. Yep, those it, kind of it
1: lists the opportunities for all ag- all okay. volunteer agencies in the county, so the sheriff's department, the police, okay. the libraries, us. Um, so they can find an opportunity with any agency with the county there.
0: Okay. Um, We are recording this during December holiday season, of course. Biggest need right now?
1: Well, we just had our holiday project for our clients, um, and we get donations of gift cards and um, things like crocheted blankets Mm. and things like that. So that just passed for us, and, and those got distributed to our clients. But really, our needs for the holiday season don't necessarily change. It's really consistent with needing those medical transportation drivers mm-hmm. and the grocery shoppers and, and all of our needs. But those are our two biggest throughout the year right. pretty consistent. Just probably
0: maybe get magnified more during the holidays because volunteer schedules are, are yes. busier and—
1: Yes, definitely. That and then summertime also because people go on vacation. Mm, So even if it's something that you don't want to do all the time, we can use substitute volunteers where you just do it, you know, June through August or you just do it November and December. So we we really try to make it work for the person's schedule. And we have a lot of uh, volunteers that, you know, they go um, to Florida for the winter. So then we need other volunteers to step in and then they come back in the spring when it's nice and warm. So.
0: Well, if you're going and you need a volunteer to go with you, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Florida in the winter sounds wonderful. It does. <laughs> final thought, final word from me. I'll, I'll give you the, uh, the last word here on the podcast.
1: Yeah, you know, I just think that we're so fortunate to have almost 4,000 volunteers, and people really enjoy volunteering. It's that altruistic feeling that, that they get, like you said, of giving back. And we just appreciate all of our partners, all of our volunteers for all they do throughout the year. And- We just can't say thank you enough to everybody who does volunteer with Adult and Aging in the Area Agency on Aging. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Yeah. Teresa, thank you.
1: Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate Absolutely.
0: It. Glad to have you. Teresa Brown, Director of Volunteer Solutions with Fairfax Area Agency on Aging, has been here with us telling us uh, about the volunteer opportunities that we hope you take advantage of to help improve the lives of older adults and adults with disabilities in Fairfax County. Again, if you want to uh, learn more about volunteering or find an opportunity, go to fairfaxcounty.gov/olderadults. Look for the Volunteer Solutions link, or you can call them directly at 703-324-5406. And if you need more Fairfax County news and event information, go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news or call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks for joining us on the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.